Shaquita Smith, and you're listening to DJ Rome on Psychotic Bump School, the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. WGTheTruth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited to have back to Psychotic Bump School this good sister who is just an absolute creative dynamo. The last time she was here, she brought three or four wonderful guests with her. And uh, she represents a company called Shiro Comics. Uh, she's famous now for a really historic uh, comic book. I believe it's called Raven Choi. And since that time, she's continued to do some amazing things in the world of comic books. And she has an exciting project coming up for February during the time of Black History Month. So it is my honor to welcome back to Psychotic Bump School our good sister, Shaquita Smith. Miss Smith, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And I have been wondering what you have been up here. Now, I'm not wrong, right? Uh, the last time you were here, I think you brought a couple of other female comic yeah. book thing, like right at the beginning of coronavirus right yeah it was right before i think uh, my my shiro con um comic convention so oh. i brought three of my shiros that were a part of the shiro alley with me i think it was um yeah three creators three artists and creators that i brought with me absolutely now did covid interrupt that or that event actually did happen we managed to skirt by before covid shut everything down it was like our event was on saturday and by yeah. monday everything shut down so the mall wow. told us that we were going to have it the next weekend. They would have had to cancel it. So we pretty much were the last comic convention that happened before coronavirus took us all out. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, that was nothing but the ancestors looking out for that one. But yes, it didn't it stop. You. you know what I'm saying? It hasn't stopped you. So no. since that time, uh, what's been going on with you since that time? That was uh, around March 2020, yeah. now in 2023 now. What's been happening in the world of Shaquita oh. Smith? believe it's been three years since that um, it's crazy right it's crazy it's like a, we went into like a time warp or something we did we, we did 
Exactly. Um, since then, I've just been creating, like, the pandemic was good for me creative-wise, because I was able to just kind of sit down instead of running all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I probably did maybe, like, three or four comic books during the pandemic. I've written okay. numerous screenplays. I went on meetings with Hollywood, because that's kind of my other job, is I write movies. So I was on meetings with all these companies and just kind of, like, yeah, it was busy. It was very busy. 2020 was, like, very busy for me, because I was just meeting different people and, and working on creative ideas I was having dreams about stuff that I would wake up and write about so like some of the comics that you see now are comics that came to me in dreams during that year um oh, wow and just like so right now we're about to um well we're about to start working on a book called Young Grandmaster Choi which is a prequel to Raven Choi so during those three years I actually finished the series of Raven Choi the graphic novel series the five-part series so those mm. books are all done and they're out um we're doing a trade paperback version of it that we finished that we're going to release this year and then um, Young Grandmaster Choi is the prequel that I've been wanting to get to, which is shows Raven as a kid growing up in Korea and shows how she learns have keto and how he uses it to help her grief over her parents dying. Um, so I'm very excited about this. This is kind of the kid space. I mean, it's for everybody, but I mean, of course, kids will be able to read it and kind of relate to it, especially little black girls. There's not really a lot for um, for us, for the young black sisters out there. So I'm like, I wanted to do something for the parents that can um, put give to their daughters and kind of show them um, empowered and show them how they how this little girl um grieves how this little girl overcomes mm. and kind of show those lessons right and so okay so some things are starting to come back to me now because when you talked about you were working with uh writers because you actually put you you <laughs> your story is kind of unique in that you have sort of a cinematic basis mm -hmm. prior to putting it into a graphic novel or vice versa isn't yeah. it it started out as a script. So the Raven Choi was, I went to Korea back in 2020 during like a study abroad type of trip. And mm -hmm. when I came back, the story of Raven Choi is playing in my head. And so, so the, I started writing screenplays like right before college, right before I graduated from college. When I came back from Korea, I knew I wanted to be a writer. I knew this story was playing in my head and I knew kind of what I wanted to do with my life. And so the second screenplay I ever wrote was Raven Choi. And so it was a mm -hmm. film first. It was it got me meetings in Hollywood, but it never got made because, of course, I'm not sure if they were ready for a black action, <laughs> a black female action hero um, right. at that time. And they may still not be, but who cares? I'm still moving on without them. Um, That's it. I took this story in 2014. I was just like, I've been thinking about it since I wrote it. It was like this could be a this could be a comic book. This could be a graphic novel. And mm -hmm. it procrastinated for years, and then finally in 2014, I started working on it in private. I didn't tell anybody. Uh, but me and my artist just started working on the book. And in 2016, we released the first two books. And then over the years, I kept releasing books as I could while I was traveling to comic conventions. And since then, it's just been, it's kind of blown up, blown up into this whole thing with my company, Shiro Comics, was created because of this. Um, I We're focusing on films, comics, and games. Uh, we have a we have a, a video game for Raven Choi, actually. We've been working on it since last year as a prototype for it. Oh. We have. It's an endless runner. It's called Reaper's Run, Raven Choi Reaper's Run. Um, we have this this book coming out, Young Grandmaster Choi, which is going to be its own brand of little girl awesomeness. And um, yeah, it's just it's grown. It's it's that 20 years ago, that trip changed my life. And and to where I'm at right now, it's, it's kind of built me up to where I'm at. I mean, it's built you up to the point where you literally dream at night as you're resting and you wake up and you have inspiration to create these stories and make them tangible in print so that we can all enjoy them. Right. Yes. 
have, has, have you always had a creative process built around this or around your dreams becoming a reality? <laughs> you're you're literally <laughs> turning dreams into reality. <laughs> that is true. I don't know if I've always had it. I've always had vivid dreams. I've always had dreams of like when people, the ancestors or whatever, always have those types of dreams sometimes um, mm. growing up. I, I don't think I ever really kind of translated into writing something or whatever. I was always creative. I was always writing songs or writing hip-hop lyrics i was rapping on my my um phone message or whatever people called me to hear me rap um i was always a creative child i was always um doing something to get my creativity out but yeah it wasn't until probably i was an adult that i started really you know the, the dreams or whatever that i would have about things waking up and writing it like there's a there's a sci-fi um comic book and a film that i want to do called girl x it's actually my um it's one of the probably the most creative sci-fi things I have, I have aliens I've created. I've actually drawn aliens from this. And so that came to me in a dream, like 2020, maybe like two months after the pandemic happened, I started dreaming about this, this other world. It's like this, this dystopian future. And mm -hmm. so like stuff like that started happening more when I was an adult, just kind of having these dreams. Wow. So again, I'm having flashbacks because you do have a music industry background too. Didn't you say you used to work with Def Jam Records or something like that? Yeah, when I was in college, that was the um the red pill, blue pill thing. It was like I from the from my freshman year, I believe, I was doing music as far as like promoting. I was like on a street team. Um from my sophomore mm -hmm. year to my senior year, I was with Def Jam. So I would go out with the celebrities, like do autograph signings for them or set them up or whatever, go to the radio station with them. And so by the time I got to become a senior, I was about to graduate, it was like, Okay, you wanna come to New York or you know, what do you wanna do? Are you ready? And it was just like, Okay, New York to go to be in a record industry or LA to go write screenplays. And I came to LA. So it was like red mm. pill, blue pill. I had to make a decision to fork in a room. And now you're seeing how deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> yes, it, it's the rabbit hole for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, how well would you say it's working out? Because Shiro Comics is about to kick off Black History Month with a brand new Shiro, and you're calling her Grandmaster Choi. How well do you think this rabbit hole is going? <laughs> I think it's going great. I think. I set it up to where own success is the only option. Um, I've been able to kind of build, thankfully for the past couple of years, been able to just kind of build and create um, full time. Um, and mm -hmm. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my purpose. So it's like nothing really else gets in the way. I mean, there's things that happen in Hollywood that kind of, you know, try to throw you off and there's all kinds of little things that they get in the way, you know, money and stuff like that. But I've mm -hmm. been able to create this company with a whole lot of creativity and not a lot of money. <laughs> so okay. all of, if I get more money, it's just like, there's no, there's nothing stopping me at that point. But right now it's just been like, I've been able to create this with just a whole bunch of creativity and just kind of spending a little bit of money here and there to kind of build things up. But now I feel like I have a arsenal of comics. I have an arsenal of content of films as well. My company, Raven Choi Films, we have films that we're winning awards right now for. And so, um, wow. and then the game side, we have a game that we've created from a grant that I got in 2021. I was able to create a prototype of this game. Um, hmm. So I, in every bucket that I play in, it's every sandbox that I play in with film, comics, and games, we have some pretty strong content coming out of there where I think we stand up on our, on our own right now. For a while, you know, you had to kind of build that, but right. now we're at the point where it's been, it's been built. Um, well, now we can go see VCs if we want to. We can go get grants if we want to. We can kind of do whatever we want to do with this. Um, but I feel like we're pretty much whole at this point. I've, hmm. I've built up everything. 
have built it up. So this is this is 100% what you do now, right? The last time you were here, this, I mean, that may have been the case a few years ago too, but this is 100%, you're all in on Raven Choi at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, I'm all in on Shiro Comics. So it's just like, not just play. it's a lot of different Shiro's that are a part of the universe at this point. Right. Oh my But Raven God. is the flagship. Raven is the one who started it all. Um, and so yeah. Raven is the one that has like a, her own universe. So like the people within her universe, like, her best friend in the story is Kiyoka. It's a Korean girl. And there's a story about her. She becomes a K-pop star by accident. So it's mm. just like there's there's different stories that come out of the Raven Choi universe. So Young Grandmaster Choi is another story that's under the Raven Choi umbrella. Of mm -hmm. So she has her own universe. The other girls are kind of separate. Like we have Operation MIA, which is about a CIA, um, CIA officer who goes undercover in Bulgaria and um, gets up ends up getting in with the Turkish mob. So hmm. it's like she has her own story, and then there's um, Squad Goals, which is my cheerleading story about the the girls in the, the juvenile detention center. And there's a coach that goes in that coaches them into becoming cheerleaders. Um, so there's different mm -hmm. um, different things that we have different universes that I'm creating within the Shiro universe. But it's right. all for empowering women and girls, and I think it's pretty great. Oh, it is pretty great. So you have this Kickstarter uh, coming up. Um, how well? Tell us how that's going, because I want to make okay. sure that we give people an opportunity to contribute to it. And what would that campaign be going towards specifically to this, uh, uh, the debut of this new Shiro? Okay. Uh, the, the the campaign is Young Grandmaster Choi. It's chapter one of the of the series. Uh, we want to do four books in the series to, to, in order to create a volume for little girls to have. Um, the campaign is launching on February the 1st. We're trying to raise $5,000 to complete the book, uh, the first book in the series. We have a lot of cute merchandise like pillows and um, we have t-shirts that have her on the cover of the t-shirt. Um, this little girl is so cute. We're drawing it in the manga chibi style, um, which is really cool. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a comic book drawn completely like this. So Sailor mm -hmm. Moon and like all of them, like watch out, we're coming for you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's a, the book is about her growing up in Korea after her parents pass away in America. So she's adopted by her father's best friend in Korea and she's raised by them. And so it just kind of shows her when she gets there, she's in elementary school and just kind of shows her adjusting to life in Korea, a new language, a new culture, new friends, um, and learning this martial arts because she, in the first day of school, she gets into a fight with a little girl. It's like a bully, a, a bully that ends up becoming her best friend. But she has to fight with a little girl who tries to bully her, but the little girl can't fight. And so uh -oh. she ends up both having to go to classes and like um go to take martial arts classes. They're taking half keto and they kind of become best friends. But right. yeah, this first book is just a kickoff of like just kind of the lessons that she learns, uh, just kind of showing the Korean culture and kind of showing a little black girl what it's like for her growing up there. And also just mm -hmm. kind of showing the military stuff as well, because there's going to be other kids who, you know, parents were stationed over there that she meets um throughout the story. So. It's just kind of showing her adjusting and just showing the lessons of being an orphan, an adop adopted kid or whatever, kind of showing those lessons. Um, I think it's going to be fun for kids to see her kind of rise into this hapkido, like little karate kid type of girl as the story goes along because she gets better at it. It's like they first start off, she's kind of like, she's learning hapkido or whatever, but then she starts taking the, the hapkido competitive world by storm because she's that good. So um, it's a... A story of triumph and of overcoming um and Absolutely. showing her as a six-year-old doing this so wow that's powerful 
So when you started off and you knew that you had sort of a, I don't know how it goes as far as your creative process and how much time you allow yourself for it, but to do this for Black History Month, was that deliberate from the outset or it just became a part of the timeline? Just that's when you got it ready. That was deliberate. I uh-huh. I knew that, you know, there's always people that are looking for um, things to support during Black History Month. They're always looking for um, history to to take in. And this mm-hmm. is a part of that. I want this to be a part of history. So once you get on Black History Month, I'm in Black History Month, and it's also like in the Lunar New Year. So there's things going on in the Asian world as well, an Asian community, I'm sorry. And yes. so, yes, yeah, it's, like it's like a double entendre. It's like we're releasing it at a time where everybody's celebrating Blackness, everybody's celebrating Asian, being Asian. And so it's like, it's a perfect storm for Raven to, to come out and for us to launch this campaign. Hmm. And given this campaign, the timeline that you have for maybe projects that are running alongside this one concurrently, whether it be gaming, film, television, big screen, small screen, uh, how do you have time to do all this? Uh, do you have a staff? Do you have a team? I mean, what are you doing over there? She wrote <laughs> comics. My God, how are you doing all this? Um, I hire people. Like I said, before we got on this call, I was hiring people. Right? Um, I, I, I delegate sometimes. I'm some like the game. I'm not building the game myself. I'm I'm coming up with the artwork and hiring somebody to draw the artwork of what I see the game looking see, like. Wait a minute. Okay. See, that's what I understand. Because a few minutes ago, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. I uh-huh. thought you were exclusively a writer. You said a few moments ago you woke up. You wake up from your dreams sometime. You draw things. You, so you draw too. I draw very badly. <laughs> and then I'll hire somebody to make it look better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted so I to be sure. Six figures and the artists that I work with, they're able to kind of see, okay, I see what you're doing, Shaquita, and they'll take that and run with it. I should show you some of the bad the bad uh, drawings that I've done before and show them you the output of kind of how they come in and, and, and make it look amazing. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Yeah. Wow. The children out there, this too could be you. So wait, are you, so what are you looking for? Is, is, Shiro, is Shiro Comics hiring right now? No, not right now. Like, oh, um, okay, no, okay, not right now. Not okay, right now. all right. But eventually, that's what I want to do. Eventually, I want to be able to go acquire other projects by women and girls. Um, eventually, I want to be able to go out and and teach them because it's, it's the thing. It's like with games, well, comics. There's not a lot of women that are in this industry. Exactly, it's a very difficult industry for women. It's very male dominated. Um, right. But gaming is another level. Like I never ever like. I'm very new to gaming. I mean, we started this process maybe in 2021. I started like meeting with people to to ask about games, people at Epic or different companies to kind of get a a, a grasp on what I was entering. And mm-hmm. none of them were like, they were all like, yes, this isn't easy at all. <laughs> they were like, it's very much so male dominated. They were telling me this, but it wasn't until I really stepped into it. I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. hey, they really don't care about women over here. <laughs> right, right, but right. That's what that's what my purpose is. That's what I'm trying to do. So it's just like I still gotta walk through this door, and I still gotta go tear it off the hinges. So we're mm. doing this. Like y'all may not like it, y'all may not care about women, but I'm gonna make you care. <laughs> Come on now. Oh man. So yeah, this is this is uh I'm gonna wish you some Godspeed with this because this is great. Uh, Shiro Comics is kicking off uh this brand new hero, Grandmaster Choi. I believe it's called. Uh, oh, wonderful. So I don't know. Did you mention your the the collaborators on this particular project uh, are using the same illustrators you always have? Artists, yeah. writers? 
Yeah, I've been like, okay, so um, Quasran, who's my main artist, he's been with me since maybe 2018. I think he came in on like maybe the third chapter of Raven Choi. I think he drew maybe half of that or some pages in that. Dennis was the original artist um, on Raven Choi. So he's in, they're both in Indonesia. And so um, Dennis mm -hmm. had been working with me for probably seven years before we even got to comics. We were working on t-shirts together. And so whenever I wanted to do a comic, I was like, do you know how to do comics? He was like, not really. And I was like, okay, we'll figure this out together. <laughs> and so we did. And so, um, but Quaz has been like the number one since um, because he's just like, he's really quick and he's like, um, he really loves doing panels. And it's hard to find an artist that really is into sequential art because it's difficult. It's all difficult. It's all very difficult. Uh -huh. But it's, it's his passion. And so you can tell when you see the what he draws on the page. Everybody that sees his work is just like taken back like, wow, like he's really talented. Mm -hmm. um, then I have Ali Vaughn. She's the colorist. She's in Mexico. Um, she's been with mm -hmm. me since probably the first Raven Choi book, I think. I think she was like the backup uh, colorist on that. Back two colorists at the time. Mm -hmm. And so she's just been awesome. Her colors are also always popping. She like, at this point, because we've been working together for so long, she knows me and I like bright colors. So mm -hmm. she makes sure she colors that way. And it's just, it's always popping off of the page. Um, Desi is my letterer. He's been with me since probably the second Raven Choi uh, chapter of Raven Choi or whatever. And so he's done a lot of work with DC. He's worked with all the big wigs and he also does indie comics, which is where I come in. And so, um, yeah, so Desi does all the letters and it makes the pages look great. And then um, I'm on. I'm writing. I write and create everything and and direct. <laughs> I right. problem solve. I'm the project manager, so I come on and the see the 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 things that you see in the book. A lot of that is like, okay, I want them to stand over here. I may give them reference pictures or whatever. So I don't necessarily draw, but I also I paint the picture as a director. That's kind of what I do. I paint the picture of what this looks like and what these um, panels look like. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like my um. It's kind of like a director. You do your um your storyboard, right? So this is kind of what that is for me. In a lot of ways, I kind of describe to them what I see, what I think should be happening here, and they draw it for me. And then it gets colored, it gets lettered, um, it gets edited. Bethany is my editor on the comic books, and so she's been with me since the very first Raven Choi book as well. So the same team. I've I I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> Absolutely. And if it's if it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Once you find something that works, why change? Yeah. I mean, are I mean, and I'm assuming everybody's sort of a, a free agent. They're not captive only to Shiro Comics, are they? Or are they? No, they're not captive to Shiro Comics. Yeah. At least not at the moment. I'm like, we we don't have that. We're, we're not doing <laughs> projects in like like back to back like that at this point. We're kind of. We'll take a break. Like the last one we did, we finished uh, maybe at the end of November, Operation Mia. We did a zero comic book that introduces a screenplay that I wrote. Mm -hmm. And so that was 10 pages. Um, and we finished that one. And then now we're about to start working on, we're going to do the first five pages of Young Grandmaster Choi probably during the campaign. So mm -hmm. we're a little bit ahead of it. And mm -hmm. then um, finish it after the, the campaign finishes. We'll probably be finished with the book by the time it finishes. And then we'll be able to move right ahead into coloring and lettering and Hopefully we'll get the books out way before um, what the time is on there. But yeah, yeah, we're moving. We don't we don't do back to back. We kind of take some space in between them, depending on how much money Shaquita has. Oh, right <laughs> depending on. on um, just kind of where where I'm at. Like um, I go back and forth between writing films and writing comics. So mm -hmm. it's not um, it's not going on. I'm not going on and on and on every month or whatever. Absolutely. Well, uh, before we give you a chance to plug the uh, the Kickstarter, so we can you know, help Shaquita have the money she needs to do what she needs to do. 
um, I, I vaguely remember again, this was three years ago. Um, yeah. There was a, there was an actor that we all have heard of that you were, you, you put out a print of it. Maybe it was in the newspaper or something and you were working with an, an actor on Raven Choi. And I, I can't, for the life of me, I, I can envision this article I saw you in and maybe it was talks that maybe evolved into something else at some point. But does that sound remotely familiar at all to you or am I just way off base here? I don't think so. I wasn't an actor. I know I was in um, in Style Magazine, I think around that time. Or maybe it was like, no, it was, it was months later. No, I was in a program. I think that's what it may have been. I was in Ron Howard and Brian Grazier's uh, screenwriting incubator. Right, that's it was called it. Impact 2. So I went in there and I wrote a movie in like eight weeks. That's it. I thought it was in 2019, yeah. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. Okay, okay. Because I knew it was something. But see, the, the, the good sister is multi-talented whether it's films or comic books, uh, she's back, y'all. This is Shaquita Smith. Her company is called Shiro Comics. Grandmaster Choi <laughs> is on her way, y'all. And it's kicking off for Black History Month right in Southern California. Uh, good sister, what's the best way for people to support this campaign? Get ready for Raven, Grandmaster Raven Choi. And how can they keep in touch with you, good sis? Lay it on for us. Uh, so if you go to my website, shirocomics.com, that's hero with an S on the front, so Shiro. Um, that's where everything's at. So if you go there, the, there's information about Young Grandmaster Choi. You can click on there and it'll take you right to the campaign. Um, right now, it's a pre-launch page. So if you click notify me on February the 1st, uh, Kickstarter will send you an email telling you the campaign is live and you can donate that day. Uh, we would much prefer for you to donate early so we can fund early. Uh, those are the best right. campaigns and they, they're able to kind of go a lot further. And they help me mm. <laughs> not have to panic the whole month wondering if we're going to make the money because with Kickstarter... You, it's all, all right. or nothing. If you don't make the five thousand, you don't get any of it. No matter how you can get the four thousand nine ninety nine, and it, you don't get the money. So, uh, oh wow, yeah. I website, didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I I would give a dollar to get it over that hump. But oh, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to find a dollar around here. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you don't make it to the to the the amount that you're raising, or um, you don't get the pledges, then you don't you don't get the money at all. It's like it's oh. all or nothing. Um, which I kind of like that because it okay. kind of gets people involved and they kind of get behind you. They really support you. They really are going to donate and help you make this project happen if they believe in it. So right. I kind of like that factor, you know, it's kind of like sink or swim. It, it, <laughs> literally. Yeah. And that's life. So let me yeah. finally, finally, finally get it right. Cause I, I've been saying it wrong all this time. And I think I finally heard you this time. It's young grandmaster um, Choi. Yeah. She can't be a grandmaster because grandmaster and, and martial arts, a grandmaster is someone who's probably in their forties or fifties. They, they've been doing their whole life. Uh, but I would just call her young grandmaster because eventually that's what she's going to end up becoming because she's just that that great. She's going to learn all these different forms of martial arts over the years. Wow. Well, what a mind. What an imagination. What a story. Shaquita Smith, y'all. She wrote comics, Southern California. Uh, good sister, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Good luck with this project. Will you come back and tell us how it all turned out one day? I definitely will. Uh, it ends on March 8th, which is International Girls Day. Uh, so it's going to be from February the 1st to March 8th. So um, yeah, come on, check out my website, check out what we have going, bring your daughters. I'm sure they're going to love this character. They right. love manga, they love anime, they're going to love this. Oh my God. I mean, this is this is so cool. And this is one of a kind stuff right here, y'all. Y'all heard what Shaquita said. Ain't no sisters really out there doing this too much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the, I mean, world. you know, lonely world, right? Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, we need we, this is needed, ladies and gentlemen. This is needed. So Shaquita, thank you for filling a void, filling a need. Uh, you're inspiring young ladies, not just here in California, but across the country, around the world, from Indonesia to South Korea, back to Southern California in the United States. Uh, you are essential, good sister. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Ron. Well, that's our show, y'all. Psychotic Bump School is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome, and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time, and it repeats again on Friday evenings from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. We shall return next week. I also want to thank our amazing guests for the evening, Dr. Amanda Rankin, Dr. Janae Akbar, Dr. Allison McDay, Dr. Chase Moore, Casey Phillips-Brown, Jeffrey Keller, Lakita Hendricks, Derek Walker, and Dr. T. Russ, and also our good sister, Shaquita Smith of Shiro Comics. also want to send a very, very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care. <laughs>